Hello, everybody. Welcome to Unraveling with myself, Fabian. And Valerie. <laughs> you sounded so sick right there. <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to sound. No, I'm hey, actually sick. It's too. Valerie. I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> The lips, the teeth. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. That's <laughs> how we start everyone. Welcome, everybody, to Unraveling with uh, myself, Fabian. And me, Valerie. And uh, this is episode two. Episode two. Episode two. Um, I feel like we won't be saying that every time. Like, yeah, this is episode two. Well, um, but I do. I, I want to start off by saying thank you to everybody who listen to our first episode we're so grateful that you guys care enough about us i mean it's probably just because they it sparked an interest <laughs> they're probably like oh let, let me hear this let me hear what these losers have to say <laughs> um no but i, I do want to say thank you and um we got a lot of feedback um on like the first episode the quality and stuff like that and i do want to apologize if it wasn't the best we're working with what we have, but I'm trying to make um, make use of the feedback to just make this episode a little bit better. Um, so thank you guys for the feedback. Continue to give us feedback, though, because we do want to make, you know, quality. Please be nice in the DMs, though. <laughs> Please be nice. It's constructive criticism, not right. insult your grandma time. Yeah, we're we're um, we're sensitive. <laughs> um today's episode though we're actually gonna be talking about um family yeah because you know family is the only people who you will not share a water bottle with but you'll give them a kidney for sure that's family well <laughs> let me tell you something okay so when we when you say that though would you actually give up a kidney for somebody for my siblings, yeah. yeah. Okay. For Why? like, okay. See, so this is another thing I was gonna. Can we are we talking about like chosen family too? Because I feel like that's a thing. What do you mean by chosen family? Like, you know, people, friends that you invite into your life that you're like, oh, these are lifetime. Mm. Let me ask you this. Okay. What is family to you? Again, so. Um, Depending if we're speaking about like blood relatives or like chosen family, mm -hmm. to me, family is the people who you just like, you know, you can depend on. Okay. So it's not even like a. I think it's funny that you say that though, because like you didn't answer like, oh, it's the people I grew up with. Yeah. Because I don't think it necessarily has to be, because there's maybe, again, now that I'm older. And I get it's harder to, like, meet with your cousins and stuff. But, like, I used to hang out a lot more with my cousins when I was little. And then now it's just, like, uh. And then I see other people who are still super bonded with their cousins. And I'm just, like, oh, damn. Yeah. I, I will say this the same thing with me. Like, I'm actually very. I kind of, like, grew up with um, more with my dad's side of the family. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> there's, like, a lot more of us on that side. Yeah. That are around my age. Yeah. You know? 
um we used to hang out all the time we used to go to family parties and everybody would be there yeah but as time goes by it's like they start living their own life and like they don't make it to every family event stuff like that or just like weird family drama that you're just like what exactly this uncle doesn't talk to that aunt because of business that they had in 1998 right yeah no and like for christmas or what was it thanksgiving i went to my aunt's house and i was expected like i was i went in like oh yeah it's gonna be a good time all my cousins are gonna be there i was the only person there everybody else was doing their own thing and i was like whoa um it's just like that now again yeah first episode yeah growing up sucks (laughs) growing up sucks it does i think it also has a lot to do so like with covid it's a weird transitional phase right now because we're still like oh shit like trying to get as normal as possible but we just did a pandemic where like we literally could not talk to people and feel safe okay so i think that's one reason and then two it's a different generation we like we came into dude like most of our parents are immigrants or like we're the first generation um or if there's other generations like it's just so different because like that sense of family like establishing i feel is not as like it's big but it's not as like as much of a duty as it used to feel like i feel like our generation is definitely more like so like going into that like the whole generation thing like you um are you close to your siblings? I think so. Like? I, I think I'm close as I can. Be. Yeah. So this is, again, where, like, family's so weird because, like, I was always surrounded by people. I was always constantly. I had uncles in the house. I had my siblings in the house. There was never a moment alone. So I, I feel like I'm, like, super close with my siblings, but then I'm also like, damn, I'm not, I don't get, like, that crazy deep with them. I don't tell them, like my darkest secrets but then other people have like amazing bonds like that yeah which is kind of weird like i don't know um it depends on the sibling too so like i feel like i'm closer to my little brother because one we're i feel like we're closer in age okay of the like immediate family but then i also i don't know like but that's now like what about when you were younger were you still I was, but then I felt like a different role. I felt like, okay, I'm big sister. I have to protect, like, I have, I'm second mom kind of thing. Okay, okay. Like, it feels different, like, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just weird, like, hearing you say that, because obviously, how, how many brothers and sisters do you have, like? So I have two brothers, one older brother, one little brother, and an older sister. Gotcha. So it's like, so in my case, I only have it's three of us. Right? Yeah. So I'm the oldest. My sister's the middle child. Mm-hmm. We forget about her sometimes. Um, and <laughs> As then, we usually are, middle children. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But like, in this case, I'm the oldest. She's the middle child. And then there's my brother. Um, and we're each five years apart. So it's like... Oh, that's a big... Not like a significantly big age gap, but that's enough that you like... Yeah. When they were a baby, you were like, oh, I don't want to play with them. Like... Yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> it, it's weird though, because like now, uh, my brother, he's 10 years younger than me. And okay. um, I didn't really get along with him 
<laughs> no, I don't want to say that. I'm just saying, like, what I'm trying to no, say is... No, but that's the truth. That's why I'm telling you. Family is <clears throat> such a weird dynamic because you literally fight them. But yeah. also, like, you love them to the point of, like, damn. It, yeah, that's true. It, going back, like, you would give up. I really um, would. For my siblings, I really would give up a kidney. Yeah. No hesitation. My cousins, I think about it. <laughs> I don't know. Because, um... It depends on the cousin. Yeah, it depends on the cousin. Because, okay, so, um, my cousin... Okay. Edgar. I grew up with him, kind of. Okay. I mean, we share, like, the same birthday, basically. He's two days younger than me. So we grew up together. He's like a brother to me. Yeah. You know? We've always been super close. And, and again, we grew up. Yeah. You know, he's living his life. I'm living mine. We still talk and stuff. But, like, if something, if he needed something, I would. Oh, yeah. I would yes. take my own life yes. for him. <laughs> no i felt that so you know it's 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 people like that like i i you know what talking about that i have a question for you what's that do you consider me family yes dang what the long pause before i said that i was just trying to catch my breath no (laughs) no but um do you consider me family yes do do you consider me family no well that's I don't. That's kind of sad. That's kind of disappointing. I take it back. No, no, I don't. No. I don't. You're it's not family late. anymore. It's already. You're out not there. family anymore. I'm unadopting you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I do actually. Um, it's kind of weird. I, that's another thing too that I wanted to like touch on is like you have like these friendships and stuff that obviously you're not blood related, but you you consider people there's some your that go really fucking deep, dude. Maybe somebody will disagree just because they don't have that. You know, not everybody has what we have, but I feel like we're very fortunate. Oh, yes. In, in, in having that. Well, how long have I known you? I don't think we really talked about how long we've known each other. 2014? So, do the math, I don't know. Like nine years? Eight years, eight, nine years. That's crazy. Yeah. Did I talk to you? like that no we were yeah we were just lunch buddies and i think we had gym together it was just gym and lunch we had together whoa whoa whoa, whoa. you had gym together no, for a didn't. semester no we did yeah we did no we did yes we did who did you have when now you're I, just making senior year no senior year remember we had a first period we did, we had gym together dude who did you have as a teacher weightlifting I think we had it the same period. We just didn't have the same exact class. Maybe that's what it was. Idiot. I, I hate you. I I, I, hate. I I feel gaslighted right now because I I was like, no, I'm, I vividly fucking remember seeing you at gym. Don't talk about gaslighting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you um, were going to say something, though. Cricket noises in the back, I guess. Cricket, cricket. Um, hold up, I gotta do a Jimmy Neutron. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, chosen family. Yeah, I think there's some people out there who, I will say, I think on the family front, we're as much craziness as there is. I truly do think I'm blessed. Like I have two amazing supportive parents my siblings I love thankfully I had both the experience of like older siblings who are who like protect you and like to me they're the coolest shit ever growing up like the coolest people like come on yeah um the whole little brother dynamic 
all that, I think truly, truly, truly blessed. And I know I can call them up and be like, hey, this is what's going on and we'll figure it out. But the chosen family, like, I think is so important too, because you need outside perspective. You need to have different connections with people. And sometimes we don't get that in our family, like with blood relatives, people aren't that lucky. So sometimes you need to learn what chosen family is like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then again, like the whole, like you need a different perspective. I think that's very important. Yeah. I actually think uh, pers- perspectives though, mm-hmm. different perspectives from different people is good. Cause like, again, this goes, this goes back to us being saying like us saying that I can't even talk <laughs> again. We're fortunate to yeah. have what we have. Yeah. Um, now you said you have your your parents. I have mine. Mine are my parents are divorced. Okay. Right, but I know that they. I have like the support from both of them. Um, That's good. But not everybody has that. I mean, I I would say not even everybody has um, like friendships. Yeah. That are like that, you know, um, or people who have others to like reach out to and stuff yeah. like that that they 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 trust. As much as they would trust family and stuff. Um, and then again, I, like, I know that not everybody has, like, a family. Like, there's people that, that have issues with families. Like, yeah. they, you know, they're not in best terms, like, in the in the best terms with their family either. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I really don't believe blood makes family. Like, just because yeah. we... I do think... There's like a trauma bonding that can happen when you're in a toxic family environment. I feel like you definitely, you bond with your captor. Like, you know, how how can you not, as like a child, look at your parents, look at the people raising you and like not take some of their shit, you know? Yeah. But that's why I don't think blood makes family. Like family's about sticking through the like rough shit <laughs> sticking to like the rough shit and being there for each other and holding each other down and also like driving each other crazy I don't like especially with like huge families there's a lot of different dynamics going on there's a lot of like subtle nuances that happen like like we just said friggin this deal doesn't talk to this person so like that whole thing's going on. Um, being Mexican too comes with its own. Oh, jeez. Um, own standards. Like my grandma was the first person. Like she did wife training. You know, like you needed to learn how to cook. You needed to learn how to pray. You needed to learn how to be a part of this family. And like for me, especially on my mom's side, it was always like family first. There's ten, ten kids. My grandma had ten kids they're <laughs> this is the fam- damn yeah family goes deep like that's no, yeah yeah uh do you want a family you want to have kids and i don't know okay that's wow i don't think i've been asked that in a while actually we're getting at that age well, what do you mean like <laughs> well yeah i'm telling you growing up sucks. i mean yes <laughs> Growing up sucks. I haven't like, even thought about it like that. When I'm like realistically looking around, like everyone's getting married, everyone's having kids. Like it's not that I feel a pressure because no team no kids over here, but Oh, so you don't. I don't want kids. 
You think or that? if I do, I think I'll probably end up changing my mind and wanting to be like a foster mom or an adoptive mom. But okay. beyond that. Okay, but so like we're reaching 30s now. Yeah. At what age? If that were to happen, what age would be like perfect for you to like start? I'm okay about with that? being an old mom. Because my, yeah. okay, my biggest thing about it too, like my biggest apprehension is I know financially I got to be set up. I will not be able to comfortably bring a human into this world okay. if I am not, if I don't feel set up enough. And quite frankly, I don't feel set up. The state of the world right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, do I totally not feel set up. Do not that. feel like that child would have a safe environment. No offense to parents out there. Right, Shout right. out to you guys. Y'all are future. Shout out to y'all. No, but I was actually having a conversation with our coworker yesterday. And we were talking about like the age gaps between parents and their kids. Um, and so one of the one of the things was like she was telling me that, oh, she was thinking about like. Kids okay, and, and like how she wants to have kids sooner than later because she doesn't want to have too much of a gap difference in like with her and her kid. Yeah. Like she's like, oh, um, if we. If like if I if I get older and then I have a kid, like I feel like I'm not going to be able to understand them. See, maybe maybe because I did have older parents, too. That's why I feel like I I did see the example of like someone older doing it. So I'm just like, okay, that I don't feel as scared about it because I'm so sorry. So sorry, podcast listeners. But now we got to restart from the beginning. (laughs) No, but I had older parents. So it was I guess I had the opposite scenario of when I would see younger parents, younger moms, younger whatever. I would see them struggling more. So I'm just like, I, I never want, like, I never wanted to have a kid young. Huh. And then because there is such a di- age difference between my siblings and I, when I finally got a chance to be like a big sister, that big sister role, like changed a lot in me. Like it kind of forces you to grow up. And then I think like I got in the mindset of like, this is what it would be like to be a mother. And I wasn't even that kid's mother. Mm hmm. And I was like, no, this is responsibility. Like, you're yeah. literally teaching a human, like, and you're still figuring out life, right? <laughs> right, right. Like, you literally, you're still figuring yeah. out life, and people decide to bring more life into this world. So, yeah. I okay. just saw this comedian. Oh, I never forgot her name, so I fucking hate that. But she basically, she's like, it's harder to make a croissant than it is to make a human child. Like, how many people can, in a room, like, you go up to a random room and be like, how many people here can freaking make a croissant and you'd have like what two five hands maybe how many people here can have a kid every hand go maybe, up bro maybe. like we could have we can make a kid at any time that's crazy but a croissant a croissant requires a preparation a croissant and then people just act like it's no big deal i mean i think there still is like sex ed yeah <laughs> oh like- what that sex ed is just like don't have sex or you will die. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. And they don't even pass out condoms. Not anymore, I don't think. Where, where, where were we with the... Older parents. No. <laughs> no, well, younger yeah, parents, yeah. the prime. So, yeah, like, just the, the gap, I guess, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, talking about that. But, like, going back, I want to, like... I, I wouldn't know if I... I wouldn't be able to tell you if I want kids or not right now. 
Um, I think when I was younger, <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I think I wanted a family. Okay. But man, it, it's just like after going through some things and like, you know, um, like growing up, like seeing my parents getting divorced, you know, like being through some relationships, Yo, I'm just like, okay, now that you kind of brought that up, like. that's another thing like family shapes so much of who you are as a person yeah it really does like the and again like the whole perspective thing that you had brought up it really is just like rant like literally the concept of like you now live with a person who brought you into this world and again like they're figuring out life and learning life and now their job is to teach it to you and I don't know if you believe in nature versus nurture of like how someone's predisposed to being versus someone, you know, like this, a certain events had to happen for them to become this way. Okay. But like, it really is a gamble of like this personality, like these person's genes and these person's genes get together. And it's just like literally monopoly. <laughs> like you could have the funnest parents ever. And then their kid shows up and is just like the most serious thing yeah. in yeah. the world. Which... And you have to learn how to, like, coexist. <laughs> the kid's like, I didn't ask to be born. Seriously? <laughs> Literally, though. Did not ask to be born. I mean, you kind of did when you won that race against all the other millions of sperms. <laughs> I, I, who was that? I was talking to my sister about this. Yeah. And she's just like, actually, there's only, like, 20, 30% chance when people get pregnant. Like, even if, let's say, you full-on no pull-out game it's only like a 30 percent chance you're supposed to get pregnant really yeah it's actually really hard so would you be considered a miracle <laughs> yes <laughs> it's a miracle yes and i also almost died when <laughs> my mom gave birth so i'm just like i'm a miracle baby for real and i'm just like that's funny Such that's a funny there's something else that we wanted to talk about is if you don't follow us on social media we don't really have too much up right now, um, but we do have Instagram and we actually just did a uh, like a Q&A post. That's I mean, it was our first one really to kind of get you guys to ask us questions so that we can do it on here. Um, yeah. But if you, you haven't followed us, I'll probably have it linked underneath. Um, it is our Instagram is unraveling podcast underscore. We asked a question. Um, well, we had you guys ask us questions regarding family. We have some interesting ones, so we are going to just answer them for you. All right, so I'm just going to read off a few questions that were or suggestions of things to talk about from um, our listeners and just people we know. Okay. Some um, of our followers. Some of our followers. So again, I'll start off with an easy one. So did you have any nicknames growing up? From my, like, family, mm-hmm. not really. I mean, they still call me Fabi. Okay. Please so don't you're call just... me Fabi. <laughs> it, it's, just, it's just shorter, I guess. But, like, no, not really. Okay. From family, no. But, like, growing up in school, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but people called me Chewy. That's where a lot of the stuff comes from. People called me Chewy. Why, though? It's a whole thing, like, um, yeah, like people growing up in school, like they would, they would call me Chewy. It, it's a story for a different time. Um, I don't want to get too into it, but like a lot of people, 
They started in elementary. Mm-hmm. Went I'm just to stuck. Middle school, yeah. Like it followed me from because I went I went to school here in Elgin, and then I went to Belvedere. Okay. Then I came back, and then people I don't know they just knew me as Chewy. Like still, um, the other day we went to um to eat mm-hmm. not wings or whatever. Um, one of the guys that said hi to me. He, he called me Fabian, but he, like, he knew me by Chewy. Like, you would, I think I remember one time he was, he was like, oh, somebody asked him if they knew me by my name, Fabian. And he was like, who is that? And he told me about it. Yeah. He was like, and then they're like, Chewy. And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, besides that, no. Okay. Did you have any? I mean, I have, like, pet names that, like, my grandpa, my dad kind of called. So, like. I guess my nickname would be Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, the story I was told is that like somebody couldn't pronounce Valeria, so like oh, okay. it was Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of my uncles call me that, but my dad's was like Shakira. So like this is cute little nickname. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. Um, and then my grandpa era Merachu, which stands for like Merachula, mi Merachula. But oh, okay. I that stopped feeling special when I finally went to Mexico to visit like all of my like extended family and I realized yeah. he calls most of his granddaughters that. <laughs> so that so was just one away. Yeah. Next question. Um do you feel supported or heard in your family system? Ooh. I actually so I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. I want to say yes. Okay. Through my family, like, I, I have a very supportive, um, like, mom okay. and dad. Yeah. They're divorced, but I know they got my back on everything. Yeah. Um, at, at least in the role of parents, you're like, I'm solid. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I think I do. Um, if I ever need anything, you know, I know that I can go to my parents. Yeah. And again, it goes into, like, the whole, not everybody has that. Yeah. But. I can say yes. Yeah. I do. Maybe growing up. I also do think there is something to be said of like, you do get older and you realize things of like, oh, this is why my parent did this. And this is why I took it this way. You know, like hindsight's twenty twenty. Like, I do have to admit, like, there was a part of me that really struggled with like my own issues. And like, with that is like growing up in your family in those situations. So I feel like. There was a moment where I was resentful toward my parents or like I, you know, like family shit that you're just like, what the fuck? Like, why did I have to go through that? But again, like. I think at least for me, uh, again, always was supported by family, but there is that whole of like you have to forgive your parents in the sense of like they were doing the best they could with what they had at the time. Okay, I don't. Um, So if you guys live with your family, how do you protect your mental health? So I moved out now two years ago. So I don't... And look at you. (laughs) That was amazing for my mental health. That's my advice (laughs) if you're struggling. But I I know that's not possible. It it really is a privilege to be able to live on your own. Or, I mean, in my case, I have a great roommate. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's not... not so much as like, oh my god, you hate your parents, and yes. I think I think um, parents sometimes will look at it that way. Like you, you just can't stand them or anything. I'm pretty sure probably your parents felt like that when you told them. Oh yeah, 
Ooh, um, dad misses me. But you have to take care of yourself in the end. So again, because some people do not have the luxury of being able to afford to move out. Like yeah. you, you need to do. Shout out to you guys. It, you gotta do really, what you gotta do. Uh, it goes back to like, I think this goes back a little bit like on if you still live with your parents and um, I know especially like in a Hispanic household, uh, sometimes mental health isn't something that's looked at too much or, or how do I say this like it's kind of a taboo topic especially in Latino families exactly like a Hispanic household um well they'll look at you uh, you'll be sad you'll you'll know that you're sad or something they'll be like just pat yourself in the back like pick yourself up like it's oh my not god real. have you ever seen that meme that's like I told my mom I was depressed and she said well clean <laughs> Give you a bottle of fabuloso. Yes, give you a bottle of fabuloso. But that's kind of, of, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, um, it can be hard for people if you don't have a a family that's supportive in that way. Like if they don't believe in mental health. And that's why sometimes like when I talk about things, like I I say like, hey, um, you, you know, I don't know if you like believe in like the whole mental health thing. Mm-hmm. I, I like say that because if they don't, at least they know I'm going to be talking about something and like my perspective on it or whatever. Yeah. But I would say like how to protect it, surround yourself with people that. With like actual allies, people who get it. People who understand, like surround yourself with people who understand what you're going through. If you have friends Talk to them if you feel like you can't talk to your parents about things. Again, I'm I'm very thankful for having the support system that I have mm-hmm. because I know all of my friends. Yeah. We've all been through things and we all feel some things um, and we have each other's backs. And especially like I want to say I'm very thankful for my family because now like the age that I am, like I can talk to my mom or my dad yeah. about it. Yeah. And I will say that that's one of the aspects that I'm glad I can talk to them about that. Like, I'm not super close to my family in that sense that I feel, like, comfortable talking to them mm-hmm. about my day-to-day. But when it came to mental health, like, to be able to talk to my parents, like, hey, no, openly, like, I had to go to a psychiatrist. I had to put myself on medication. Like, this yeah. is whatever. And to have both my parents be like, we get it. Yeah. We're glad you looked for help. Yeah. I will say I'm super fucking blessed because I know that's not everyone's case. Yeah. That's not everyone's case. No. And I think I'm the, I'm on the same boat. Like once I told my mom, like, hey, um, I'm going to therapy. Yeah. I, I had to tell her, like, I have to go to therapy and I'm going to be taking medication. Um, And she was just like, you have to do what you got to do. Like, mm-hmm. if you feel like that's what you need to do, then mm-hmm. do it. And very thankful in the... In the end, like, look at me. I'm here, you know? Oh, definitely. Again, it's such a privilege to have amazing parents. Yeah. But again, like, surround yourself with people that you don't. And I'm going to speak for myself, but, like, if if anybody ever feels like they need to talk to somebody, like, I'm open. You can talk to me if you want. Um, I don't want to say you too, but, like, you know, people, um, people need help. Definitely. And when it comes to that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just know that we're we're here for you guys if if you guys ever need anything. But 
So the next question we have is, have you ever cut off family? Yes. Um, again, the whole like, you realize who's really on your side kind of thing. Just life happens. Um, I unfortunately don't talk to certain family members anymore. And I, I love that. My life is a lot more peaceful now. Okay. And so it's like you didn't like necessarily just cut somebody off. It's just kind of like you went your own way. Or did you make it obvious that you cut them off? Or oh, 100%. Like- I think, and I think the rest of the family knows too at this point. Like, gotcha. Okay. I, I have no contact with this yeah. person. And yeah. like, and your family, like your close family, respects that. Like, they're okay with it or they just. I think they're okay with it because they, like, I explained my side of, like, this is why I don't talk to this person and I don't care to know about, like, this person's life gotcha. anymore. Okay. But they still hang out with them. But for me, like, there's no yeah, yeah, bad yeah. blood if they do that, you gotcha. know? Gotcha. Okay. So that's my... Yeah. But I definitely think you should. If if something's not serving you, I don't think just because they're family, you should stay there. Right, right. No, and like, I think I think I completely agree with that. Yeah. And I, I want to say that that it's it's like that with family, but then also friends. Because we'll again, I feel like being Mexican and just being Latino, like family really is like one of our like pillars as yeah. to who you are as a person. Like we take last name seriously. We take terreno, like oh, yeah, yeah, splitting yeah. up seriously. Like we take parental roles. Like it's kind of expected for the oldest child to be the most you know, parentified, um, it's kind of, you know, sisters are supposed to be this way, men are supposed to act this way, women are supposed to act that way. And again, this whole sense of duty and honor and like... But I feel, honestly, I feel like that's changing over time, like... Do you think so? Well, yeah, like this generation is so much different than what it was back then. Oh, yeah. Well, especially now, but like, let's say we grew up in Mexico, do you think it would be the same? I think oh, it's no. it's growing up here though. Yeah, it's it's one hundred because it's such a culture shift. Because in again in Mexico, like traditional values, most of the time it's patriarchal. Man runs the house, pays the bills. Woman stays at home, looks after um, her parent if she's like you know the one who takes care of the grandparents. Looks after children, looks after the home, and then American culture is so different. So like. We have a little bit of both. That's why I feel like, I don't know if you ever experienced Nida Ki Nida Ya kind of vibes of like, yeah, yeah. I'm not Mexican enough yeah. to be oh, Mexican, yes, yes. but you're not, you're too white to yeah. be. Yeah. And I get that. Or you're like, what, not white enough. So it is 100%. Like, I feel like a black sheep of the family, like just talking about how I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. I feel like such a black sheep of the family. Yeah. But that's only with the girls, because the guys who are my age are, like, fine. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's an expectation. It's a whole... But then my American parents get it. It's also crazy, especially with, like, old, like, parents. Because I'm I'm telling you, my dad and my parents, they don't try to do the trippy thing of, like, guilt me into stuff. But they definitely, when I moved out, were, like... They miss me. They're they're like, well, why are you moving out? Why like you're by yourself? Like it's not really embraced. Okay, I mean I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 
but but then I also think to myself like these are also the generation of people who left a whole country to get away from their parents yeah. like and right now it's just like take me back yes <laughs> yes yeah you do you not that you resign your parents but do you ever think to yourself how different your life would have been had they like stayed in Mexico oh yeah 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 especially now like I'm broke. Yes. <laughs> so it's no, like... <laughs> I told you about that story when I was complaining to my dad about like the doctor here and like whatever. And he's just like, well, why don't you go to Mexico? And I'm just like, well, why'd you come to the U.S.? Right, right. Should have stayed your ass over. Yes. Would have been better. But, you, but honestly, then again, no. You can't, you can't yeah. really blame them though because yeah. they, they really did come out here to give you a better life. And know? I mean, they technically did like... Okay, but hold on. Before you, like, say anything else, like, did your parents, though, ever, like, talk to you and they're like, oh, like, you should have seen how hard... Did they ever tell you that? Yes. Like, did they ever constantly, though, like, yes. tell you, like, oh, it was so hard for me there or then, like, you have it so easy, this, this, and that? Which I I, I will say they definitely did have their own traumas because the way school was taught over there like the nuns and teachers kicking the shit out of you kind of sounds horrible they smacked them right yeah but um because but i'm also like i wasn't there like that's not my fault yeah yeah right right like that that was your problem yeah don't bring me into the don't involve me literally and they're just like yeah you had it so great like (laughs) god damn i have my own traumas um next question okay um let's go into the next one Family roles in child parentification. I feel like we could talk about child parentification. Okay, well. Do you feel parentified? Do you know what that means? No. Okay, so child parentification is basically saying that like... You took on the role and responsibility of a, of a kind, parent to... Kind of. So like it means that your parents weren't emotional. They either weren't emotional. They were either emotionally immature that you felt you had to play a role in like taking care of them or to the point that you felt like a little adult. Like you felt Wait, like so, you, so this you is, had this... to be independent. You had to like whatever. That's okay. that's what I think of child parentification. Okay, so that I mean, and I will say like, and I don't want to get into culture again, but I think it it really is engraved to us. Yeah, to be independent, to be yeah. like figure it out. Like you need to be ready, especially yeah. being part of immigrant households. Yeah. Like they had the expectation, like we sacrificed all this to get you here to do better for ourselves. So like, yeah, yeah. you need to get it to like that's just the reality of yeah. what it was i'm so sorry i I don't want to hear you muckles um okay so the next question here is just um how to handle it when your family doesn't want to grow with you Ooh, that's That's a a good question that's a good question yes um just drop them (laughs) just leave them i i don't think that's sound advice no i mean i'm not being serious you Uh, you think i'm being serious no um how do you handle it when your family doesn't want to grow with you? <laughs> I mean, I kind of have some advice, but like, um, it might not be for everybody. Okay. Um, and I think, again, it, it goes into taking care of yourself. 
don't depend on your family. If if they don't want to grow with you, you need to take care of yourself. You need to realize that. Um, Sometimes. The, you, oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> you're going to cut me off? Are you serious right now? No. Um, I would say like just. At the end of like at the end of the day, the only person that has your like back really is is your no. <laughs> say what you gotta say. I was gonna say, oh crap, crap. Now because of the whole situation, I was like, well, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, so it's okay to outgrow things and to figure out, okay, this isn't the best, like the safest situation for me. This isn't the most like authentic place for me, mm-hmm. and that's okay. But I do think, again, you have to be realistic and communicate that first. You know, like, I think you should try different alternatives before you completely cut someone off. But yeah, like, and, um, if, it, if something's not good for you, like. Right. And uh, again, I'm not saying, like, drop everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have to kind of just realize that at the end of the day, like, you... um how do you say it? Like you, you're the only person that's really got your, your own back. So really do not depend on other people. Yeah. Um, especially like family. Cause I, the way I think about things and it's kind of messed up and this is just me. Okay. So I, I know it might not be everybody, but disclaimer, um, we're not actual professionals. So don't, we're not, we're not. So <laughs> don't any take, advice, yeah. yeah. Like don't take it serious. Um, uh, we're, again, we're just like talking to you guys about our experiences, our, our perspectives on things. Um, so how we please, cope. Yeah. We, we cope differently than everybody else. So please and don't. all of our coping skills are not the best coping skills. <laughs> exactly. Or health, necessarily healthy coping skills. So if I say something on here, like don't, don't take it to heart or anything. Um, but I do want to say like the way that I look at it is like with family. If I, I have a very supportive family again, right? If my family was not supportive, um, ima- I try to like imagine if I didn't have my family. Okay. Then what 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 would I do? You know what I mean. So yeah. it's like, and it's kind of messed up. Like there's times, you ever think about like your parents or your family just getting in a car accident, and then you're there left. <laughs> yes. Alone. Yeah. yeah. In the world. Yeah. What would you do then? I. Well, duh, like you one, you'd be a completely different person again. We thankfully have a support group, so I feel like that that is a lot of the basis of who I am. So to not have them, I don't know if I'd be this person. Okay. Um but I, I Which kind of goes back to surround yourself with people that do support yes, you. Yes. Again, the chosen family of like you end up figuring out what's good for you. And I think with that too, okay, maybe this isn't necessarily for everyone. So you like how yours is cutting off like people off. Mine is realizing everyone doesn't play the specific role you assign to them. So like, even though like somebody was my sibling, if my siblings didn't have the like relationship we had now, like I think I'd be okay with not being as close to a certain family member or realizing yes, we're blood, but we're not the kind of blood that I, I. You know, go above and beyond for you. So, like, I think that's important, too, of 
taking people for what they are. Like there's ants that you put up with that you're like, okay, you're not my favorite person, but you definitely are a lesson in how to be diplomatic, yeah. how to like tolerate things, but be like, okay, this isn't as, this isn't blood family, but I have yeah. to make an effort to at least work with someone, you know? Yeah. I think that's also a good life lesson. I grew up with um, huge households, right? So my in my nuclear family, my parents, my siblings. But then on top of that, I had, grew up with all my uncles, their yeah. wives, my grandparents in the mm-hmm. same household. Huge house. Um, so I feel like that sense of community, that sense of, okay, everyone, we all live in this house. Everyone has to act this way. Everyone has to do this. Or some people need to do this. Some people need to do that. I feel like really shaped me really shaped that idea of chosen family of like when the team needs to get together like you have to work with people you don't get along with you have to work with people yeah who see the world so differently okay how about you what like do you have like chosen family like that or like family that you're like I put up with them. They're not my favorite people, but I guess. Yeah. Okay. Because I will say, like, I don't know if you've noticed this at the hospital. What? Brown families go hard for each other. Yeah. We go hard. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, how many times have we seen, like, a patient will come in and literally, like, 40-plus family members come in? It's like, ridiculous. It's crazy. And I think that's beautiful. It is. It is, it's yeah. so beautiful. Except when we had restrictions. Uh, yeah, we had well, with COVID, like, you know, like, we, yeah, yeah. you have to adjust. And it's like, even, yeah. even then, like, you, you would be, you would feel so bad because you have all these people that want to show love and support, but you couldn't, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Next question. <laughs> um our last at least the last one on my end was your favorite childhood memory oof um do i have a favorite childhood memory (laughs) yes i was actually just talking i think we were talking about this last time about how again i have a cousin who who i grew up with i remember i got a letter in the mail Okay. And I remember this. I, I got a letter in the mail and it was from him and from my aunt. We li- I lived on the east side of Elgin okay. and he lived on the west side. And he, I remember it was a, like a letter that, that asked if I wanted to go watch E.T. with him or something. I, I'm pretty sure it was E.T. I keep I keep thinking it's E.T. Okay. But, but it was one of those movies. Yeah, okay. it was like, it was a movie, but he asked me. I, I just don't know. Like, that's the one thing that I remember from my childhood. That's, that was like, that's well, cool. Yeah. That's super cool. What about you, though? Playing with my cousins, like going, like when you'd go to the park. Yeah. All that shit. Like, I miss that. And it, I don't want to say one specific one because yeah. it was just like, I we would make more of an effort back in the day to go on like family picnics yeah um we'd like all the kids would be running around doing yeah. whatever we'd bring sandwiches like it was just chill yeah and amazing i miss that i do too i, I miss, miss busting my shit on roller skates with if your, you do it you now know? you gotta go get an x-ray exactly <laughs> even for a little bruise exactly hey what did i say growing up sucks growing up does suck yeah sometimes no 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 all the time it, it just sucks being sometimes. older um okay we have a very good question 
from one of our followers. I'm a first-gen Filipino immigrant. How do you feel about experiencing financial trauma within your family, and how has that affected you? Shit. That's a good question. It really is a good question. Do you want to take the lead on this one? Or do you have a story? I can talk about it a little bit, but I don't have too much. Okay. It's, again, it ties into, like, I think it's just, like, a Hispanic thing, too, though. Um, When I asked you, like, if your parents ever told you, like, this, how much I struggle, like, you have it so easy or whatever. It was hard for me growing up. Once I started getting, like, having a job. I'm I'm, I'm bad with money Mm -hmm. now. I will tell you that. But I was even worse when I was younger. When I started, when I had my first job, I would spend money on this and that. And my mom, my dad would be like, how much is that or whatever. And like, I would totally lie about things because I felt like, I felt like if I really told them how much it was or something, like they would, they would be mad at me or something. And it ties in with like, did you feel guilty about your success? Like, I think so. I mean, I wouldn't even say it was successful, but like (laughs) I had, it, it was how do you say like I was able to to it it made me feel like I had a lot more and I I have more access to things than they did so it's like me wasting money um would be kind of like rubbing it in their face that's crazy that you'd say that though because when you think about it like your parents are the ones who were supposed to teach you about money like how to navigate that relationship with money but I, I feel you in the sense of like, sometimes you do it like, I don't know if it's out of protection for them or protection for yourself of like, yeah, I didn't spend this much. Oh, it was only $5 yeah. when you know full well you spent full price. Yeah. And again, like they're the ones who are supposed to teach you about money. So like, yeah, to be here and be like, I struggle with money. I don't know how to like properly save. I don't know how to like really have assets. Yeah. I don't know how to. credit like my parents didn't freaking know about credit like that to be like here this is what credit is you know yeah so i do think we're a step behind in the sense of you know they had to figure out a different monetary system yeah because things don't run the same way here that they did in mexico yeah no that's true though it's completely like it's different yeah i was thinking about that the other day too like before bed i was thinking about that stuff my mind just runs everywhere trying to <laughs> no sleep. same same because then i uh when i first talked to the psychiatrist so uh, this is okay i she was talking to me like so when did you first like these feelings first start arising and i remember telling her i was like first grade and she was just like it's funny that you say that and i think this is a poverty thing like s- like social class and everything um I was vividly aware, even though it was never flat out said, like, you guys are poor. Even in the first grade, I was like something in me just understood there's a limited amount of resources and a lot of people. So, like, even in first grade, I was capable of being like, damn, I'm a burden. I like it costs stuff for me to live like or like. There has to be an exchanging of it. And you yeah. don't really think of that like that as well, a kid. No. Yeah, as a kid, you're just running around. Yeah. But I'm just like now looking, snacks. even now, I'm just like, damn, I technically make more than my parents made ever. Mm-hmm. And I still struggle. I'm like, how the hell did they like keep but, up a family of. Oh, yeah. And what ended up being six, like 
and more. That's crazy. That's why I take take my ass back to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> but it is I. It's a different kind of independence too. Yeah, yeah. I know. I agree with that. You, you can just tell. I I don't know. And it is. I mean, especially nowadays too. Like everything's so expensive, yeah. and that's a time. Uh, everything's so expensive. Everything's like inflation. It's just like crazy. Um, I think we had, I don't know if you were there. I don't think you were there, but this guy was telling us that he went to college for like $500 and everything. Like it was so cheap. And then now you think about it. Even the going to college thing. So again, the immigrant thing, but like the fact that we didn't have, I, I don't know about you, but I didn't have a college savings. Like there was no, there's, there was no extra money to realistically think mm-hmm. about like my child's going to school, you know? Yeah. 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 And you get in, and I, I feel like you grow up with, especially like our parents taught us the mindset of like, you work hard, you get what you deserve, but then yeah. you live in a capitalistic society right. that's like actually right. psych jokes on y'all. Yeah. All right. So that was uh, the question portion of this week's episode. Um, and again, those were just questions from our listeners, friends we know, Um Feel free to keep submitting stuff that you guys would like to hear us talk about, um, any suggestions, anything like that. And Fabian, do you want to explain to them how how they can do that? Yeah, so one of the things is like you can keep up with us and our episodes and all the fun stuff um, on Instagram right now. Again, we're working on different or different ways that you can reach us um, and keep up with us, but our Instagram, if you want to follow us, is at Unraveling Podcast underscore. Uh, that's going to conclude today's episode. I know we talked about keeping it a little bit uh, shorter. Uh, sometimes we just like to ramble. So <laughs> I'm sure if you, you guys can pause it and, and hit play later on. But we, we really do appreciate everybody that has been listening. Um, again, give us some feedback uh, on ways that we can improve. Uh, we w- we want to continue to make these just because we have fun doing them. And, you know, we hope that you guys enjoy them, too. With that being said, is there anything else you want to say? Um, bye. Bye. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Whoa.